you are listening to Coffin Cast with your host, Kristen. Please be aware that this is a dark subject matter and may be difficult for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Coffin Cast episode 22. I'm your host, S, or host, whatever, Kristen. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. But here we are, Monday morning, and it's back to work, back to the grind until we get around Christmas time and we can take some more time off. I am not a fan of Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's that I am not a big fan of turkey or whatever. But I will never say no to time off work. Believe me. But either way, it's Monday. We're back. But you get to spend it with me. That's not a bad thing at all, I don't think. Either way, let's get into some things. So I know I said this week I was not going to be doing an episode. I was taking off a couple weeks to prepare for a very big episode that's coming up. I guess I'm a liar. Sorry. Here we are. I just can't stay away from you guys, I guess. Either way, I will be taking off next week just to prepare for that because it's going to be a really big episode. It's going to be huge for me, and I'm nervous as hell, and I need to get things right technically and make sure I have some good material down so we can make this the best episode ever. We're nearing 2,000 listens. We're like 50 away. What does that mean to you? Here's what it means to you. When we hit 2,000, what's going to happen is I'm going to do a giveaway. It's all stuff tying back into the episodes of Coffin Cast, the stories we've covered. So be on the lookout for that. If you've missed some episodes, go back and listen to some more. Share them with your friends that are into this kind of thing. Just let's get there so that way I can do a giveaway for you. It's going to be a few things. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's good stuff. I'm not going to tell you what it is until we get there. But also, in addition to getting to 2,000 listens, the key to getting entered to win is going to be in the episodes. There's going to be a question that will get you an entry into the giveaway. So make sure you've listened to the episodes. And yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get this giveaway going. Just a reminder, I do have a Patreon up, patreon.com slash coffincast. Tears as low as $1 a month, that's less than a cup of coffee, and you can be part of Coffincast. It won't only be my podcast, but it'll be yours as well. I already have one patron on there in the second tier, and that's Aaron. Thank you so much, Aaron. He was only supposed to get one shout-out, and the guy gets a shout-out like every week because <laughs> he's a friend of the show, and you could be a friend of the show too. So go to patreon.com, see what the benefits are for each tier. They're not expensive tiers, but if you can swing anything, that would be great. And if you can't do that, ratings always help. Following me on Podchaser, following me on Twitter at CoffinCast with a capital C. You can find me anywhere on social media. So look out for me. Give me some ratings if you can't donate some funds. That's okay. And also, you're not contractually obligated to, you know, continue. It's not like you have to pay for a full year or a couple months. You can just do one month if you feel generous at that moment. But then you're like, oh, wait, 
I don't have the money for that. Then you can cancel it. That's fine, too. I appreciate your support in whatever way it comes. So if you can just help me out with ratings, if you can't do Patreon, that would be great. This week, we are getting into a small figure who has had a big lasting legacy, not only in art, celebrity, museums, but also in macabre entertainment, dating back centuries. Her mark has been left on the biggest tourist spots in the world, bringing celebrities and public figures to the masses. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Madame Marie Tussaud. Marie Tussaud was born Anna Maria Groschultz in Strasbourg, France on December 1st, 1761. We are recording on December 1st, so it's kind of ironic. I had no idea that it was her birthday today when I decided to record, so happy birthday, Madame Tussaud. Her father died before she was born, leaving her mother to care for and support her on her own. They moved to Switzerland when Marie was six so that her mother could work as a housekeeper for a physician named Philippe Curtius. Curtius was not only a physician, but a wax sculptor. He primarily waxed for anatomical purposes, as bodies to learn off of were difficult to come by legally. But he also dabbled in wax portraiture. He moved to Paris, finding that his career in wax portraiture was actually more lucrative than being a physician. I'm aware how strange that sounds, reading it out loud, that a wax sculptor makes more money than a physician, but we'll go with it. We're suspending disbelief right now. <laughs> he created his own waxworks firm, and he began to get steady work. So his figure of Madame du Barry, the infamous mistress of Louis XV, is still on display to this day. It's considered a work of art. And it's actually an automaton. It's probably the most famous of all automatons. It's a figure that uses gears and whatnot to make a piece of art or sculpture look like it's alive. So with her, she's actually in a repose on a fainting couch with her arms above her head dramatically, her hair, golden hair strewn about, and her breasts rises and falls as if she is swooned upon the couch it's very dramatic very it's kind of pretty it's it's really pretty when you look at it so definitely google that and take a look all the while while he was getting his fame courteous had marie under his wing he basically raised her as if she was his child and he taught her how to sculpt wax and she had a lot of promise. She had a knack for it. So she actually got hired on as an artist at the age of 16. Her first sculpture was that of Voltaire. Now this was the time that the French Revolution was starting to come around. And Curtius began to take up rebel politics. You know, going to protests and things like that. Getting involved in that side of things. While Marie basically took over his job. It was still under his name, but she was the one doing the work. In order to make it in the wax sculpture business, she had to be like a hard-nosed beat reporter. She wasn't just sitting in a salon looking at pretty ladies all day. When she heard, when she began to hear talk of the assassination of radical leader Jean-Paul Marat, 
where he picked up her skirt and hightailed it to the scene. She got there while Marat was still in the bath, and his murderer, Charlotte Corday, was still being processed at the scene. She made his death mask before his body was even removed from the scene. So while he was in the bath, she was leaning over him, waxing his face. That sounds weird in today's context. She wasn't giving him a brow, lip, wax. No, she was putting wax on his face, his dead face, and making a mask. We're, we're going to stick with that. I know that is so weird, but we're, we're just going to go with it. Marie was beginning to get a bit of popularity, and she was seen as loyal to the royals. I'm a poet and don't know it. She was, you know, carousing. That's not the right word. She was hanging out with the royals. According to her memoirs, which contained largely embellished and unsubstantiated claims, she taught Princess Elizabeth, Louis XVI's sister, how to do wax sculpture. According to her, she was invited to live in Versailles for a period of nine years. We can't substantiate that. So whether it's true or not, this talk actually got her into quite a bit of trouble. But before we get into what kind of trouble Marie found herself in, I want to take a moment to introduce you to my friend Christopher over at Time Shifters Podcast and let him tell you a bit about himself. I'll tell you a little bit about Anchor. And then we will continue with the story. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. You may remember from world history class, during the French Revolution, the worst thing you could be is a loyalist to the royal family. And Marie, it there were no real records of what her politics looked like, but she was a popular figure at the time and she hung out with the royals sometimes i'm sure that she was friendly with them and she was loyal to them but that was a big no-no during that time so needless to say marie tussaud was arrested and she was sentenced to be executed by decapitation she was gonna meet the old guillotine now They shaved her head, they got her prepared, and just a mere days before she was supposed to get her head knocked off, Curtius stepped in because of his radical politics. He was on the opposite side of the spectrum that she was accused of being on. He got her out of it. From there, she was hired to make death masks off freshly executed figures, her most famous being the death masks of Marie Antoinette and Louis XVI. In her memoirs, Tussaud claimed that she sat on the steps of the exhibition, in parentheses, this is me talking, meaning where people were getting executed, end parentheses, with the bloody heads on her knees, taking impressions of their features. She also would reportedly go through baskets of freshly decapitated heads, 
looking for the most horrified expressions or the most interesting faces to create masks from. When Curtius died in 1794, he left her everything, including all of his works. A year later, she married a Francois Tussaud, where she got her name, who was a civil engineer. But he wasn't a great husband. He spent all her money and rarely brought in any money of his own. Regardless, the two had two sons. Whether eager at the chance being offered or eager to get away from her husband, she accepted an invitation to London in 1802 to exhibit in the Lyceum Theatre. It didn't go well for her financially, so she headed to Edinburgh to give it a go there. When it came time to return to France in 1803, she was unable to because of the Napoleonic Wars. So lucky her. She got away from her husband. She never saw her husband again. With her two boys in tow, she decided to tour England, giving them shock and awe, showing them the glamour of royalty, and then showing them the dark side of it as well, you know, through her death masks and things like that. After 20 years of touring, Madame Tussaud settled down in a classy parlor on Baker Street, where she would personally greet guests for her remaining years. Adjoining that fancy parlor was her chamber of horrors with recreations of famous murder scenes. Tussaud was getting so famous that criminals headed to execution would actually donate their clothing and likeness for the exhibit. It is also where she held her famous death masks of Marie Antoinette, Louis XVI, and Rose Pierre, the famous radical leader. She continued to work on British figures such as Prince Albert and Queen Victoria, all the while teaching her son Francois to take over. She died peacefully in her sleep in London in 1850. Today, her parlors are now full museums scattered across the planet in large cities, giving the public close encounters with wax celebrities they may not have otherwise. The crown jewel is still her original museum on Baker Street in London. I hope you enjoyed this short episode. I know it was really short. My episodes have been getting kind of short lately. I don't like that. I need to get that fixed. But this one was meant to be short because, like I said, I am working on a big episode that's coming in a couple weeks. So get ready for that. Don't forget 2,000 listens and we're going to do a giveaway also, patreon.com slash coffincast. Give me some ratings on iTunes or wherever you can give me some ratings. Rate me on Podchaser. Follow me on Podchaser. Also, you can find me at Twitter at coffincast with a capital C. On Instagram at coffincastpod. And on Facebook, just search for coffincast and you'll find me. You can also email me any story ideas, any constructive feedback, any questions to coffincastpod at gmail.com yeah come talk to me i'm always up for interacting with people i'm very active on twitter especially if you message me i'll message you back i'll talk to you um but yeah find me on social media and let's connect guys in the meantime but in the meantime remember life is but a dream walking but death is going home. Have an excellent week. See you in a couple.